Vince, we're really close to your last day on the job as city manager of Farmington. So let's talk about your first day on the job. What did you see when you walked into this community? Well, my first day was uh, February 17th, uh, 2003. Uh, I obviously knew I was coming into a very, very nice community. Uh, and the thing that was uh, striking at that time was I was right off the bat, I had to, to work on a budget that had to be presented within the, the next several weeks. And so I uh, worked on that uh, quite a bit. But uh, one of the first uh, senses I had here was, boy, this place has got uh, really good uh, department heads. Uh, it's really pretty well run and managed, and so what am I supposed to do here? <laughs> I was uh, not sure uh, it seemed that things were going pretty good, and and, and, and it was at that time uh, the, the city was also uh, initiating its participation in the, in the Main Street program, which I think, you know, in many ways has been very uh, uh, instrumental in, in the, the, the development that's taken place not only in downtown but uh, even throughout the community. And tell me a little bit about the Main Street Well, they actually had uh, petitioned uh, uh, to participate in the Oakland County Main Street program uh, the preceding year, and, and I think got word in November of 2002. And, and, and it was very timely for me as a new manager to start uh, um, participating with that program. Uh, they brought in a national consultant, and, and I still remember one of the questions they asked is, uh, where's the center of your downtown? And... Uh, I don't know, everybody looked around, well, maybe it's Grand River in uh, uh, Farmington Road, and others said, well, it could be the, you know, the parking lot uh, with the, the Kimco Center, but we really didn't have a consensus as to, you know, where our uh, center of our downtown was, where's the heartbeat, and, and I thought that was a very, very telling question, very simple, but one that we didn't have a good answer for, even amongst ourselves, uh, and so... You know, I think that uh, what that led to, uh, you know, from my uh, management standpoint was uh, recognizing the need that maybe we needed to put a downtown master plan together. And that really kind of formulated uh, probably the first big project with our design committee was to do that. And, um, you know, it kind of went from there. It was very, you know, it was one of those terrific uh, community activities. Uh, so when we went through it, I still remember uh, at the training center one night, uh, uh, we had probably close to 200 people in the community. Uh, there was a great deal of excitement and enthusiasm that uh, Farmington was ready to do something uh, pretty significant and transformative downtown. And, and you know, by the end of 2004, we've uh, adopted the, the downtown master plan, uh, and it really was kind of uh, the, uh, the uh, guidebook, if you will, for what would come later uh, in our downtown. That was uh, actually an element of, um, you know, the, uh, the downtown master plan, certainly uh, recognizing some of the challenges that we had uh, with uh, the proximity of uh, motorists uh, zipping and jockeying along Grand River, particularly east of Farmington Road, uh, and close proximity to residents on the sidewalk. And, and I can remember a couple of times where we had some near misses where somebody jumped the curb and almost hit uh, a couple of uh, one one business uh, person and one DDA person and so but it was recognized that uh, we did not have a, a pedestrian friendly uh, downtown and 
and uh, we needed to do that, and, and certainly, uh, but that was an element of the master plan. The other was uh, creating uh, what's now Riley Park and Sunquist Pavilion. Sunquist Pavilion was already talked about and planned beforehand, and the DDA uh, agreed to wait another year till we could see where we what our long-term plans were, but uh, both of those were probably the two significant elements of uh, the downtown master plan. Well, uh, we had uh, developed, uh, obviously, the plans. Uh, we're going to incorporate uh, uh, Grove Street into that. Uh, and, uh, you know, we had a, you know, we're, our plan was uh, we had a bond issue, a pretty sizable one, uh, that was going to be coming off, uh, be paid for within a couple of years. And, and the plan was we'd use a portion of that uh, millage, uh, citywide millage, to be dedicated toward uh, the debt associated with the streetscape. And as Michigan has, uh, you have uh, the option uh, to issue uh, uh, petitions where citizens have a referendum period. And, and uh, Hank and Betty Borgman, a couple of, of uh, you know, city um, council watchers uh, that were there on a regular basis, uh, you know, uh, great people, really nice. Uh, but uh, they didn't believe uh, the value of uh, the project in and so, consequently, they secured a sufficient number of petitions to uh, have a referendum. And the good news with it was was that it did uh, get approved by uh, the voters here in, in Farmington. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, through it all, we were still, you know, very, uh, you know, friendly with uh, Hank and Betty. Uh, they were a couple of great individuals, uh, you know, Betty being the charmer of the two. But... Uh, uh, it's just a true wonderful person, and you know it's some of those great people that you meet during your tenure, and you'll never forget. Uh, but uh, but you know it's at the foundation that the, we we realized there was broad community support for the project, and, and in many ways it accomplished uh, what we really wanted it to. We really enhanced the aesthetics, uh, but part of the aesthetics with the plantings gave that separation, if you will, from the motorist and the pedestrian. Certainly got the sidewalks wider. Now allow for a lot more. Uh, uh, outdoor seating that, that you see along Grand River, and it, it's really and the traffic calming element, which was resisted by MDOT, uh, initially resulted in some pretty well. The number of traffic's diminished greatly, so it was a big accomplishment. And then soon after its completion, we saw a lot of uh, vacancies uh, get occupied uh, along that uh, stretch of uh, Grand River. And do you feel that streetscape? added more than just business, uh, you know, a, a benefit to, to the community. It's also become kind of made downtown Farmington really gathering place. It has. It, I think that's far and away that it is uh, the transformative end of it is, yeah, it's helped the businesses, but uh, the number of residents uh, uh, that come down to downtown, and, and a lot of it is, is, you know, where I'm located here at City Hall, you know, if I'm here a little bit after uh, closing, I can start seeing, you know, husbands and wives walking uh, down from uh, uh, Oakland and that area to uh, the downtown with their dogs. And it's just, it's now created a, a real destination. And, and it's interesting. Again, you meet a lot of uh, uh, interesting people along the way. And one of uh, that was very instrumental was a uh, gentleman, uh, Leonard Geislink. And uh, he was uh, very involved with some of the design. And I remember him having a conversation about his daughter, who was in high school at the time, coming downtown. And uh, and I, I had a kind of a puzzled look on my face. And he says, 
I had the same look you did. I didn't get it, but he said the important thing was these teenagers, these young people now see something there that you, we don't. And, and in some ways, uh, you know, it was kind of crossing one of those thresholds there that, okay, young people see something for gathering purposes, whether it's the Starbucks or some of the other businesses down there, and that's really what you wanted to accomplish. Uh, you know, I think with the Riley Park, we kind of created the center of the downtown, but uh, the streetscape uh, had made that a lot more comfortable to get there. Uh, when that was completed in 2009. And that was also during, or at the start of some tough economic times. Well, and it was, uh, yeah, and you know, certainly uh, in the 2008, uh, um, you know, the the regional ec uh, economy, uh, national economy, just took a terrible tailspin. And uh, you know, one of the things that uh, I will uh, always be grateful for Hank and Betty for their petition was the timing was was such that had we committed uh, the resources that were planned, uh, we would have had some, some challenge, uh, greater challenges than what we already did. And, and as a lot of people recall, we didn't do the Grove Street project at that point in time. Uh, but the DDA, uh, and I still remember it's one of, one of our staff meetings, uh, talking uh, to uh, and saying, look, uh, given this economic downturn, I'm not even sure we can do this project now. And, and our DDA director, Annette Noel, said, we'll do it. Uh, we, will, we will get this done. And so the DDA really stepped up and contributed a significant amount, uh, more than what was planned, because she really she recognized the importance of it. And, uh, but had we committed more resources to do uh, a lot more that was actually approved by a voter referendum, we would have, our challenges, albeit great, would have been far greater if that's so. In some ways, I have a, an element of uh, uh, gratitude for, for Hank and Betty for initiating it because it, 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 uh, it helped us in, in some ways that uh, people wouldn't have imagined. Now, how do you see the relationship between the DDA and the city having evolved since, since you started? Well, I think that, um, you know, with uh, the DDA, it certainly is probably the most recognizable uh, aspect of uh, our community. It's the piece that people actually identify as part of their hometown. And again, part of the Main Street program, very uh, informative, it has great insight, is, you know, it, it's more than just a commercial node. Um, you know, someone would said, well, you know, you're not going to look finally back as a kid to the mall, where you had a sense of ownership of the mall. No, but you do have a certain personal uh, sense of ownership uh, for your community downtown. And I think that in recognizing that and its importance in the city, uh, you know, is very important for us as, uh, as we, you know, try and brand the community. That if you've got a very nice downtown, it does find its way uh, to the benefit of uh, other uh, areas of your community. I will tell you that when the uh, economy started improving a little bit, the first two areas uh, that uh, benefited in housing values starting to, to creep back up were... Uh, the neighborhoods uh, immediately around the downtown. And as I was to find out later with other communities, a similar type of thing. So, you know, we have a nice historic uh, uh, neighborhood surrounding the downtown, but even, you know, the one with, uh, you know, the Warner Farms and Alta Loma did, uh, were the first ones to come out of it. And again, a lot of it had to do with the proximity of the downtown. So the two are connected and, and have to be. And now um, Annette Knowles, who has been the DDA director, is here at City Hall. Mm -hmm. Technically, I am. Uh, I uh, 
Yep, as part of a reorganization that we had done in, I want to say, uh, late 2012, uh, when we formed our Economic and uh, Community Development Department, we also changed a little bit of the relationship with the DDA. The DDA certainly took a, a big hit revenue-wise uh, with uh, commercial values uh, dropping in the downtown. And again, all commercial values were plummeting. And so that did affect uh, the revenue base that they had. And so part of uh, one of the, the moves was to, you know, cut some of their overhead, uh, bring uh, her into the downtown, uh, or bring her into the city manager's office. Uh, her title is uh, assistant to the city manager, uh, but she still functions pretty much as the DDA director. Uh, she's still very, very involved with it. But, uh, but the other part of it is, is when we formed that economic and community development department, it was getting to a point where, you, you know, from my end of it, I could see the train uh, coming where we were going to suddenly have a lot of interest in um, redevelopment and, and knowing, you know, where we were organizationally that uh, as a city manager, I just wasn't going to have necessarily the time to devote to the, to the recruitment and, and even once we have somebody interested to, to carry it through to uh, closing uh, the deal. And Kevin Christensen has been instrumental in a number of uh, these recent uh, redevelopment projects that we've had. Um, one of the things that I recall particularly from those tough budget times was talking to people here at City Hall and about how the team here really kind of pulled together. Could you talk talk about that a little bit, um, kind of how you got through those times? Well, I you know... Every manager should be proud of their uh, employees, and I'm certainly very, very proud of uh, the group that we have here in uh, Farmington. But I will tell you, the genesis of uh, a, a lot of, uh, it was like a seven-point strategy that we had to, to to get through these difficult times starting in the 2009 was uh, a group of meetings I had with employees. Uh, you know, I felt it was important for them to know, and, and you already had seen some of it taking place in in the private sector, particularly in the auto industry, with uh, significant layoffs. And so it was important for me, I thought, to just say, look, here's where this economic uh, uh, downturn is leading to us and how it impacts us from a revenue standpoint. And it was pretty telling and, and you know, shocking to employees that, uh, you know, for really for the first time, we may, even though we thought of ourselves as a very lean organization, we were confronted with pretty significant layoffs. One employee at a meeting piped up and said, you know, I'd rather take pay cuts uh, to keep than to, to see all of our uh, friends uh, that we work with uh, lose jobs. And so, you know, we use that as kind of a foundation for this seven part. I mean, all the employees took 5% pay cuts. Uh, Benefit-wise, uh, paid substantially more for a lot less coverage than what they previously enjoyed. Um, and, you know, through it all, I will tell you, the vast majority of the employees uh, never heard any belly aching. You know, maybe a couple of people you know, would want to throw darts at me for it. But, uh, but we got all, every employee, all four bargaining units at the time, the non-union employees, everybody took the 5%. And uh, I will tell you, that was instrumental in, in getting us through that difficult time. Uh, but it wasn't just surviving. You know, one of the things, and we talked about it with the city council and uh, I have great admiration for uh, Mayor Buck, uh, who was uh, mayor at that point in time. There was a couple of inspirational things that he had said. In one of the state of the cities, he said, okay, Farmington's been a city since, you know, 1824. 
he said, here's how many recessions uh, that, and depressions that we've went through. This is number 43. He said, we will survive this. And so it kind of set the foundation and expectation. And, and there was a time where he even used uh, the kayaking uh, uh, kind of metaphor where, okay, we're in very rough waters. We will have to make a lot of quick tactical changes and decisions here, but never lose sight of the fact that, that down the river is calm waters. And so, you know, I think that really meant a lot to, to, to the employees to, to, to understand that, yes, we have to do some pretty dramatic things and pretty much make some pretty big changes very quickly. But the destination is the calm waters down there. And the last element of it when we talked with the city council is we don't want to just put ourselves in a position to, you know, reinstate programs and services that were lost or to deal with uh, neglected infrastructure we continued to, we maintained our high level of services that uh, our residents have come to enjoy and expect and are recognizable by a lot of people in and outside of the community. But also, we didn't uh, want to neglect our infrastructure. So we still continue to do some infrastructure projects, and, and, um, but the goal of it was to also come out of it and prosper when the, fi when the community, when the economy finally turned around. And, you know, I think now we're seeing the result of a lot of that is that we do have a lot of redevelopment uh, options now as a result of, you know, the desirable nature of uh, our community. And it, and it hasn't just been downtown either. I mean, the Kmart property was huge. We talked about that a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, you know, part of it is, and in, 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 in a lot of the credit, uh, let's go back even with the downtown, is in, in 1998, uh, um, the city had done a, a visioning program. And I will tell you, in some ways, it set the consensus that was important for a lot of the the projects that took place in the in the downtown in part of the master plan so that was of great help uh... the irony of it uh, was in two thousand and thirteen i remember putting in the budget i said look uh... that was a great pro it was a great good community effort we need to update it fifteen years later metro detroit is so much different farmington different you know whether it's you know our economy uh... uh... certainly uh... racially and ethnically more diverse than where we were and then there was a social transformation that was taking place where people were looking more and more for an urban environment. And, and one of the areas that were, was targeted as a result of the 2013 was the Kmart Center. And so we put a lot of resources and effort into the redevelopment. Some of the timing is perfect, giving the owners uh, and, and the individual that bought it and his belief in, in its value, uh, resulting in you know the, the teardown of, uh, uh, of the community. Now, this is one of these things I probably shouldn't say, but I will because I'm leaving. <laughs> but there is an old term in economics that, uh, you know, economic theory grows uh, one funeral at a time. And, and, and there's other people that have heard me coin me that, that redevelopment takes place one funeral at a time. And, and although the current owner of the old Kmart Center uh, is still alive, uh, but he had sold it and and, but as general manager, I remember early on, I said, look, we'll gladly work with you, do some restaurant pods up on Grand River, maybe on Freedom Road. And it was like, ah, eh, we're a bunch of old men. We made our money in the 60s and 70s. Well, you know, now there's younger people out there that are seeing great opportunities uh, in the community. And, 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 and we're seeing more and more of that. Uh, certainly, Kimco recently this uh, uh, last uh, spring uh, has uh, signed an agreement there this fresh time market that will come in in the spring of 2016 will be phenomenally transformative for our downtown but we're getting a lot of outside uh, interest in our community that I think uh, you know which is necessary as well as you know like the Kmart Center that was a that's a local guy Tom Duke that uh, 
took uh, took that project on, and, and, and as a community, will will benefit immensely from it. And do you see that energy kind of barreling down the Grand River corridor? I think so. Yeah, I I, I think that there's there's tremendous opportunities there. Um, it just, uh, but I think it's one of these things. Uh, we're looking at a couple of potential projects, more projects in the downtown, and, and and I think we're at the point where the snowball is starting its momentum down the hill. We don't have to do as much pushing, and 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 I think once you get to that point, and, and we've seen it in in other communities as well, as once once you're on the radar screen and people recognize the value of Farmington, and I do think it's been undervalued by. Not only us here in Farmington, but others outside. But once that consensus comes of the value of uh, Farmington, that uh, we'll see a lot more redevelopment in in the upcoming years. And and in part, you know, I think, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's exciting. And but for me personally, it's probably time to to move on. But I know it'll carry on without me. It's really we got a good infrastructure and, and a good community that uh, I think will will we'll continue that uh, momentum that we enjoy now. Some of the stories that you've, you've come across over the years that you that you can now tell because you're <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. You run across uh, uh, a lot of interesting people and characters that that truly make uh, a difference in the community. Uh, even earlier today, I had uh, lunch with uh, Dan Higgins on the DDA board. Uh, you know. Uh, I tell everybody, Dan and I have uh, pretty much figured out and solved all of the world's problems over lunch many, many times, and and he's been a, 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 a not only a good friend, but but also great help uh, from uh, uh, you know with the downtown. And, and certainly, you know, while he is a character, he also is a pretty bright guy, and 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 will give you insights into certain things that you know it's changed my my perspective on it. And I think just listening to him, I've. Uh, you know, changed a, a few thoughts that I had that would better our community. And, you know, certainly, uh, you know, I remember when I came here, uh, we had Bill Burke on the uh, Planning Commission. Bill had been on there for 40 years uh, and, you know, passed away, you know, probably better about 10 years ago. But just a great guy, loved Farmington, uh, just a interesting guy. And then you get somebody rock solid like uh, Dave Gronbach, uh, who's been on our Planning Commission for years. And, and then you get Bob DeCordy, who was a longtime uh, uh, member on our traffic and uh, safety board, just uh, quite a character. And uh, there are stories where he says, uh, you know, we're talking about, uh, you know, looking at speed limits and, you know, the proverbial, uh, well, how many, how many people have to die before, uh, you know, you're going to lower the speed limit? And in one meeting, he said 2.4. <laughs> and if you knew Bob, that's, uh, you know, it's probably the wrong thing to say, but. Uh, his uh, sense of humor and, and the fact that uh, he didn't always put the filter on before he spoke was uh, part of the intrigue. And, and then certainly Brian uh, Golden, uh, you know, having worked with him in numerous capacities with SWAC and the Historic uh, uh, Commission, uh, great sense of humor, um, um, interesting sense of humor from time to time. Uh, and the same with uh, Scott Freeman, our, our general manager uh, at the Civic Theater. They uh, they're just genuinely good people. They love their community, and they do a great job for us in, in, in many ways that people probably don't know or recognize. And, and, and I will tell you, as a manager, it makes my job much easier when you have that level of uh, professionalism in all these people. Even though they got great sense of humor and their character, the core consistency is they love the town. 
and they do a great job for it. Walt Gajewski, I mean, he's one of a kind, uh, and thank goodness sometimes, but uh, uh, but does a great job with the, the farmer's market. And, and so, you know, you meet a lot of good people that make a difference. Uh, and then you have people that just, you know, uh, you know, just little things. I mean, one of my uh, council members now, uh, Steve Schneeman, you know, something simple when we were doing the streetscape, I had just kind of uh, your standard uh, image of what the streetscape's going to look like. Yeah, we'll do a little traffic calming and do a little things to, to make the pedestrian environmental, but it's going to be a concrete uh, sidewalk like everything else. And, and his comment was, no, let's do something big. Let's Let's be unique. And we looked at it and studied it uh, with our, our landscape architect, uh, Sue Grissom and John Grissom, and, and came back and go, you know, this will actually work. I think we can financially make it work. And, and it really created, uh, you know, uh, I think uh, an identity that gives it's unique to Farmington. And we carried it on, obviously, through the, the Grove Street Project and Warner. But just some the, the level of talent that we have in this community is remarkable. But there's an instance where somebody made just a simple comment and, uh, you know, challenged, uh, you know, just the conventional wisdom or lack of wisdom and, you know, resulting in something that I thought was pretty significant. So, uh, you know, those are examples of some of the, the people that you work with. Uh, I mean, everybody, even like on the council, I mean, uh, I had mentioned that they do more than just sit on the council. Uh, Jeff Scott uh, coached my son's baseball team. They gave back, and his wife's very involved with different uh, church and other uh, service groups and you know, Greg Cowley's been involved with a, a lot, you know, DDA for a long term, and, and Steve involved with many different uh, groups and organizations, and, and Mayor Galvin as well. And so, and I, I could go back to each council member that I've worked with over the years and, and say, nah, just just the city council, they're involved with a lot of other st stuff that make our community. But same with our board commissioners. There's just a lot of people that do a lot of good things, not just uh, in their, their service of their city, but to the broader community with different organizations they participate in. You know, and I think that's uh, it, it's uh, it's very noticeable. Yes, and and, and again, from a manager standpoint, uh, the more in volunteers that you can do, the better. And I will tell you, one of the things that's kind of evolved, and and we see more and more of it. And I've had the dialogue with the city council is, and I refer to it as like this organic programming. Uh, I'll use the swing dancers on Thursday night uh, as an example, but that just started off very small. And it evolved now. You had 100 to 200, 250 people there every night, and they're trying to encourage uh, middle-aged folks like myself to, to come and get involved. Uh, but it started very simple. And from a city standpoint, our resources are very little. I mean, we send an officer you know, by to keep an eye on things and make sure everything's fine and runs smooth, but we don't commit any real resources to it. Uh, the farmer's market, when we were doing the pavilion, we anticipated you know, maybe 10, 12 vendors. We're up to 40-something. And it's actually turned into, you know, not as much of an economic uh, uh, attraction as it is a, a community social event, which is really terrific. I mean, I watch the, the march from the neighborhoods into the market, and I go, wow, these, this is good. These people like being here. And so, but it's a function of volunteers, uh, you know, certainly... Walt, we have, uh, you know, as a paid market master, but uh, Susan Leitner, for example, one of his uh, volunteers. And, and, and I could go on and on with the, the volunteers that are so important to us. But, but the council understands that part of what we have to do is get to yes. <coughs> Excuse me. If, uh, 
we can encourage uh, these volunteers to do more organic programming. You know, we just had the Bark in the Park this last week. You know, Vera Lux, that citizen-initiated activity that basically packed the park this past Sunday. And again, very little programming on our end of it. Uh, those are the type of things that I think, uh, you know, are important for a city where you don't have to put a lot of resources into it, but yet at the same time you get the full benefit uh, of a, a community event that attracts a lot of people and is good for your downtown businesses. It's the people, far and away. I mean, even right at the start, it was very, very noticeable that this was uh, a special community. Um, it's hard to, you know, I still remember uh, before I even interviewed, uh, so it must have been November of uh, uh, 2002, you know, we came down from uh, Clare where we lived at the time, and, you know, I drove through it, and it just, it just had a certain feel about it. I go, okay, this is a small town here. It really had the feel of a small town. Um, can't explain it, but it was just this feeling and intuition that you had. And and then once I got here, I was just blown away with uh, the level of quality and engagement of uh, the folks that served on our boards and commissions. And nothing has changed. It's expanded, actually. I mean, uh, just more and more uh, volunteers uh, that, that are involved with it. But I do think that it, it creates a spirit where, you know, people are, you know, when we went through the visioning program is that uh, we had residents that participated and they said, we like going to the market to see our friends in the spring and the summer. And uh, it's developed, uh, you know, kind of a sense of friendship and connection that, uh, you know, I think really makes it what it is. And they even kind of snickered and laugh about it where I'm heading down to uh, Mount Dora, Florida. And I said, you know what, it tells me uh, that's similar to, to, to Farmington uh, is seeing uh, different age groups of people walk throughout your town, you know, people walking with their dogs. It, it kind of sends you a signal that, you know, they kind of like it here. They feel safe. They feel comfortable. And, and, and I think, but at the end of it, it's just the people that, that makes, uh, you know, the community itself. And, and so, you know, while you know, I'm certainly proud of, you know, what's been accomplished during my tenure, you know, if it wasn't for the group of support that I had throughout the community, starting with the city council, department heads, employees, volunteers, it, it, it wouldn't have, you know, I could, I could work as hard as I want, but if they didn't embrace it and, and take it to, to uh, you know, enhance uh, to a level that I wouldn't have even been surprised by, uh, that, which is what they did. So, uh, but it's the people that, that make uh, Farmington what it is. And, and certainly the thing that I will miss the most is you develop uh, a lot of good, uh, cherished relationships over 12 years. And, and it is a very, very friendly, roll-up-your-sleeves, hardworking community that people like each other. No, it's just, uh, again, it's just been a, a pleasure to, to be here. And, and you know, for, for, for professional reasons, it's probably good for Farmington to have a new set of eyes to, to, to look at uh, the direction of the city going forward. I know Dave Murphy, rock-solid guy. He'll do a wonderful job. Uh, you'll like working with him. Uh, but for me personally, I've kind of, it's amazing. You do this for 23 years, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, you, you realize, well, I probably have one good stop left in me, and I better do this quickly. I'm 56, and you know, I told Mount Dora I probably got eight to ten good years in me left, and uh, and so I, uh, you know, I just uh, figured if I was going to make a move, it would have to be here in the next year or two, and so it, uh, you know, it's it's the bittersweet uh, that I talked about. Uh, certainly excited about a new professional opportunity, but. As I said, there's wonderful people here, and I'm certainly, I know that uh, 
the relationships and friendships I've developed won't be the same when you leave and you're a thousand miles away, but uh, in my heart I'll always remember it very, very fondly. And do you have any advice for Mr. Murphy? Uh, you got a great town. Uh, you got great staff, great people. Um, you know, just, uh, you know, the, basically one time with volunteers I said, you know what, help them with the resources they need to do their job, thank them, and then get out of their way. <laughs> they will do a great job for you. There's not a lot there. I mean, the quality is, is tremendous. Uh, you just need to, to give them the re help and resources and support and, and the thank you, and they will, they'll run through a wall for you. Well, I appreciate it. It's been a great pleasure and honor to, to be the manager here this past 12 years.